Hello, and welcome back to season two of the 420 Reasons Why I Quit Drinking Alcohol podcast. I'm Diane Gibbs, your hostess with the mostest, and I am going to continue to share my stories of drinking and drunking my way through 30 plus years and how I finally found freedom from alcohol. I'm still having fun. These stories are real, raw, and relatable. So hang on and get ready for the next one. In 2011, my decision to stop drinking alcohol propelled my sweet tooth into overdrive. Despite rigorous daily workouts with a personal trainer, I realized that I needed more, prompting me to pursue becoming a health coach. Through this journey, I discovered the necessity of eliminating the white stuff white flour, white sugar, pasta, potatoes, bread and faced this dilemma of finding something that would satisfy and find an alternative. Thus, I deconstructed cookie dough, crafting a healthier plant based, vegan, and gluten free version that doubles as a functional energy ball, promoting overall well being. Drawing my inspiration from my family's famed sticky buns, I coined them sticky balls. My personal struggle with the transition to a healthier lifestyle became a driving force behind solving the problem many face. When guilty pleasures clash with wellness goals, these balls are delicious, nutritious, and healthy solution to that dilemma. So get ready to stick to my new favorite snack obsession with Gibbs Goodies Sticky Balls. These plant powered, vegan, gluten free cookie dough bites are more than just a mouthful of yum. They're a flavorful, packed energy burst. With a functional twist. Pop one, feel the gooey goodness, and power up your day in the most delicious, guilt free possible way. It's time to stick with Gibbs Sticky Balls and elevate your snack game to a whole new level of awesomeness. Hello, hello, back again. This is number 94. Holy Moses. I am so excited. And、um, I am just grateful for all you guys that continue to、um, join me and listen to the 420 Reasons Why I Quit Drinking. I write in my journal every day and I practice my gratitude and I fill up a whole page. I have a picture of the day. So it's either like the sunrise. Or a quote.、Um, I have this little thing called a sprocket that prints out pictures. It's so cool. I just love it. And I write the weather and the day and if it's somebody's birthday. But I go, I'm grateful. I'm so thankful, Lord. I am blessed and loved. And I am abundant. And I'm grateful for the 420 reasons why I quit drinking alcohol. And I'm grateful for the podcast. And I'm grateful for the listeners. And I'm grateful for my stories. And I'm grateful for the guests that have come and that are coming to join me. 
And I just want to say thank you so much for um, being here every week, week after week, because I have had over like 7,000 downloads. I think I'm at 7,200 or something. I, I am just super excited. And it's really awesome to actually run into people that have heard it and that they're like, oh my gosh, you know, I know, like I've been listening and I'm supporting and I'm like, wow, that's super cool. So thank you. And, um, so the podcast or the episode today is going to be about, man, it is Valentine's day, isn't it? Like it is Valentine's day. And the one thing I've been thinking about recently is like, oh my gosh, I am single and I have never been married. And when I think about that, I am, I think back to being very fortunate that I didn't marry the wrong person um, because I had those opportunities and I had uh, plenty of offers. I called my wedding off, my first one, um, off in 2000. I was with the hillbilly um, <laughs> Coast Guard guy, and he was just the wrong one, man. That was just alcohol-infused, boozed, bad drugs, bad relationship, bad situation, bad, like, bad dude. Good parents, bad dude. And oh, I'm so grateful, like, that I did not marry him. Oh, and so was everybody else. Everybody else was too. I mean, like, we had an unwedding party. It was the day that my wedding was supposed to be. Um, we still had people that came in from all over. My sister came over from Australia and uh, aunts and uncles. We had a party. Um, but I just thought I was postponing it. And then I realized he was the wrong guy and out he went and yeah. And then I had a couple other ones, um, that hick from the South. And then there was a, um, Indiana dude. Um, okay. There is a Scottish guy who was just a wreck. That's what we're going to call him wreck instead of like what his real name is. And then, you know, there was Lou. Lou was the last guy that I really had a serious relationship. It's been a long time. I mean, I've dated and I kind of was like with somebody sort of, but not really. And um, there was this guy, <laughs> okay, Rick, and he was a Scotsman and he just was a braggadocious uh, I just thought he was so cool because he had this Scottish accent and it was very hard to understand him, but he was really fun when I first met him and he lived in the neighborhood and we met at our local bar, um, Johnny O'Hagan's and uh, we became friends um, and he would be there like, every night after work that was just something he did um and he was there like he had a girlfriend that was um in and out like and i'd seen the dude before and stuff but um and with this girl redhead um a pretty lady 
And so anyways, through the time, like they broke up, I was hanging out there. Um, I actually had a boyfriend. Yeah, I had a boyfriend that I was dating in uh, Indiana. And I really liked him a lot, but he did not. I'm a quality time person and I needed more time. And he thought seeing me just on the weekends was enough for me, for him. But it wasn't enough for me. And in the new year, I got all healthy or actually not all healthy. I switched what I was doing. I started working out and um, I joined the gym and he goes, oh, you're going to get real, um, in shape and take care of yourself. And then you're going to like break up with me. And I'll tell you, the dude spoke it into existence. He totally did. It was amazing. I was going to Indiana all the time. Like I, because of my flexibility at U.S. Foods, I could like go leave on Thursday night and then come back Tuesday morning, seeing customers and that stuff. Um, so I really went out of, um, my way to spend time and it just anyways it didn't it didn't work out um and it was kind of nearing the end of our relationship and he was a good guy um he he didn't have any sense of adventure and i definitely needed that and then this dude that i met at johnny o'hagan's uh what i call him wreck <laughs> He's, oh my gosh. Anyways, Rec, he was, he traveled all over the world. His, um, he had family all over the world. Uh, he, he was Scottish, that accent. And the Scots, he told me, invented everything. And you know what? Gosh darn it, they did. I am Scottish and English and Welsh. But like all this stuff, he's like, they invented all this and this and that. And you're just like, gosh, stop. And Every bit of it was true. So, um, so he was a smart fellow, but he was a, mm, he was a tough one. Um, anyways, we like hung out and talked and were friendly at the bar and we kind of were definitely flirting. He had broken up with his girlfriend and I had a boyfriend and I'm very, um, very shameful of what, uh, transpired, but I ended up, uh, this guy and I kept on talking about like we talk and no, nothing ever came of it. And then we'll, finally one night we decided we we're going to um, go to dinner. And so we did. And then we talked about there was this line that we weren't going to cross and we crossed it. And I ended up like um, breaking up with my boyfriend and it was really quite, um, it was kind it was really shitty he my boyfriend didn't even really get it and i because i the way i handled it um it was he was very confused by it i mean this is a whole nother story i'm just setting the preface of being with this dude and like he was such so the thing is is that when you're with and our relationship we met at a bar and I'm not saying everything and everybody that you meet at the bar isn't good, but my relationships, as I look back, were all based in alcohol. 
just that was the foundation of it all was based in alcohol. But that was the way that friendships were as well in high school and uh, um, in grow and going to college. Being in Ludington, alcohol, man, is such not a firm foundation. It's actually the worst if you look at it, really. There's no clearness. You're not coherent. You're not conscious. It's not a sustainable reality. And I tried to do it for years and years, and it was so tiring. Anyways, my goodness, I just, I kind of went back in memory, down memory lane. So rack, that rack was such a disaster. And so we hung out hot and heavy because he was local and he lived right down the street from the local bar. And it's super interesting because like it was really intense and we act Actually, this is how ridiculous it was that we talked about like getting married, <sighs> getting married. And it was so soon and he, we were going to go to Scotland and meet his sister and his brother-in-law. And, oh my goodness. The plans that we made, the love that I fell into so quickly, but it wasn't really even love. There was this kind of lust and it was, oh my gosh, it was really built on this alcohol relationship. So we go meet at Johnny O'Hagan's and then we go over to his place and there'd be times that I would actually go home and to his place and make dinner and wait for hours for him to finally like show up. It wasn't like he was right behind me. His, he was all about the alcohol. I mean, I was too, but I knew the point where I could stop and like get the hell out drinking Guinness and oh my gosh. So yeah, we started having issues and it was so crazy because like the one I first hooked up with him, it was 313 of 09. And then, oh, actually was that, oh, no, it was 10. And then, oh, 11 is when I, yeah, oops. Okay. The day was 10, 313, 10, and then we broke it off three thirteen eleven, like a whole just a year and the wrap up and the reason like and it's so crazy because i have the dates right here because i bought this incredible peter lick photo out in las vegas um 14 years ago and it's called the tree of life and it's just incredible this bright red and green and it's like this old ancient um oh my gosh what kind of tree is it um well i can't remember anyways it's just gorgeous anyways i bought it out there and i have this receipt um i heard this picture hopefully it's worth a lot of money at some point possibly anyways that doesn't matter so it was that all that long time ago that we hooked up and the thing is, is that what happens is that you have like this trial period of meeting somebody. I usually was heading, diving right in, but you need to have that trial period, like at least like 90 days. That's three months. Every relationship needs to go through that, whether or not 
that person is meant for you um, because it's so easy to fall in love or lust in the early stages. But you know what? You're seeing somebody different. This is a new person to you. And once you've been dating three months, the people can't fake it anymore. They just can't go in that same capacity. And the thing is, is with my guy, he went two months and then he started turning psycho on me. And it was quite crazy, but I stayed in it. He would blow up my phone with texts. Like he, I think it was like bipolar. He was a wreck. That's for sure. A wreck. wreck. Shrek the wreck. That's exactly. He was such a mistake. You know, I always try to find the good in, in things. And like the good in this relationship was that Peter like picture. <laughs> Um, and yeah, it was 14 years ago this month. And I found my old uh, calendar from 2010. So we ended in 2010. Okay, I'm right. I was right on the date the beginning. Okay, 09 and 10. Sorry, guys. I'm just making sure. I'm writing this down and I have it documented. And so I have, you know, bins of my calendars and there are many years that I have these cryptic detailed notes of what I was doing like day night evening hanging out with friends where I was who I was like sleeping with crazy stuff and um and so I'm able to go back and see when I went to Vegas and with this dude ah uh, yeah, man, we lived like kitty. He lived kitty quarter from a bar. It was in Wrigleyville, um, my favorite little place, Johnny O'Hagan's. And uh, and the thing is, is that it was such a bad relationship. I just like I he talked about his crazy girlfriend and he actually I know that he drove her crazy because he ended up driving me crazy I'd never behaved that way ever in my life and uh he drove me to this crazy point that I did not like myself I didn't know who I was I kept on like I I did go back I would you know I was really I'm not gonna always blame I mean alcohol was such a priority and part of it and alcohol just like I would end up hooking up with them again, and it was bad. Oh, gosh. Well, I was so glad that I can't even, like, there's more stories even tell about this one, Rack. I, I need to write that down, the story of Rack. Or Rack. 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 Rack the Rack. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, it's quite amazing. So that is why I'm so grateful I didn't get married. Like I have friends that have been married several times, some, you know, because they didn't marry the right one the first time. I was even the maid of dishonor in one of my friends' wedding. And I was the maid of dishonor because I didn't think she should have married him. And not that I was ever, you know, but then it, 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 they did get divorced. He was a bad dude. Not good at all. Um, bad egg and continues like, except for he's been pretty quiet these past few, 
few years since the kids have grown up. So, yeah, I'm actually, you want to know what I'm grateful for? I am grateful for being single. I am grateful because you know who I love? I love myself and I love the Lord. That is what is important to me. Like, I have a note in my bathroom, high five, you're awesome, because I know I am. And I'm going through life at actually a different, like, vibration. I am just so feel like I am just moving right forward, the direction I'm supposed to be going. I'm out there consistently moving. I just went for an incredible walk. I'm really following up with the things that I'm um, supposed to be doing. And, oh, it's super interesting. I was listening to my human design um, course that I took. I'm just learning about myself, how I'm an individual that needs to express myself. And, um, yeah, I dance to the beat of my own drums. I'm here to be different in order to, and so in order for me to be happy, I must fully express my uniqueness and my uniqueness and individuality is going to be what brings the change energetically. And I just want to say, I'm so grateful for you guys being here. I never knew that I would be doing this. This was never in my wheelhouse. And I am definitely a talker and I love to be a storyteller. My grandfather was a storyteller. All my family members have been storytellers. My aunt told the, uh, told the story of my my mother's family of Hobart v. Roberts and my grandfather always was telling the story as did my, my aunt. She was a writer and my mom, I mean, we're just storytellers. And I had the opportunity to um, really learn more about myself and <laughs> it's been really cool um, because when it talks about when I'm getting to a point of being frustrated, that's a really good sign that something good is happening right around the corner. And things that I'm supposed to, that I realize I'm supposed to be doing instead is that I'm supposed to be pausing a little bit more in which I'm trying and reflecting on what I know about myself and how I feel. And then I need to wait to respond. And I'll tell you, when I drank, I was on a hundred percent. And being, knowing your human design, I said I was an individual, but I'm also a generator and the generators are the doers. And they're the ones that are out there doing like 70% of the work with the worker bees. And what we do is that we provide the structure to those that really don't have it. And so I make ideas. I take ideas <laughs> and bring them to life. And I just want to keep on doing that all the time. But I have to realize that I need to take those ideas. There's some that are like a priority, like that are working right now. Sticky balls, 
Um, but there's some that I have to say, oh, that's a really good idea. And then just put that on the side and that will come up at another time, but I'm just going to wait to respond on that one and just take care of the matter at hand. So this is like a learning experience on how I actually am supposed to work and work better for myself. So if you guys are interested in human design, I should, um, uh, put, I'm going to put Mel McSherry's link in my podcast to share about it because that was one of the best things that I could have ever done for myself. And I am going back through watching the videos currently and just continuing to, um, I'm going to be doing some interviewing and I just really understanding who I am and where I am the strongest because it says, um, my strength is strength is in my follow through. And so I feel like that is so true and I have a lot of ideas and, um, I'm an emotional person, but that's okay. I mean, you guys have heard me throughout the, all the stories. It's pretty emotional being a drinker. Um, at least that's what I used to think, or it was the other um, stuff that I was doing. It was making me emotional. But this whole thing confirmed that I am um, emotional already. And so that I am coming by this naturally. And for me to be emotional like I've been behaving all these years, it is being part of um, my human design. So I just think that's super interesting. Oh, and then there's another part of it and it's called the cross of tension. So it's not anything really bad whatsoever, but what it talks about, which I thought was super interesting. And so it makes me think I'm here at the right place at the right time telling the story is because, um, the cross attention, your cross carries the energy of tension that is necessary to, to maintain order in a tribal environment. Um, and you may work, you may play it out in a family, work, communities, but the tension is necessary provocation to keep the group aligned and in order. Um, the tension also helps to provoke response, which provides an opportunity for more effective leaderships. So I guess I was going back to talk about this because this one is the cross attention is um, I'm bringing up a subject that it might be stressful um, and straining on you, but it is a necessary conversation that needs to be had. It's necessary to maintain order. So I've really, so coming in talking about my stories about the 420 reasons why I quit drinking is just that I'm being brutally honest of things that have happened. Like, you know, I wonder, here we go, getting all emotional. Like here I am, I've gone through life. I've single and I am very happily single and proud of not marrying the wrong guys because they were all wrong. And I really just until recently that I realized that there are some things that I don't want in a man and uh, 
I know I want my man to love the Lord, love me, have a sense of adventure. I want to continue to grow and just be the best person that we can be. I know one thing more recently that I discovered um, that I really am not interested in being with a drinker. Um, not at all. I used to think it didn't matter, and um, I know it will definitely matter the way that my interaction with people that drink have really, ugh, I seem to have less and less of a tolerance, so I might as well not even put myself out there and tell someone it's okay. I mean, someone could be okay, but and that would have to be their choice not to drink, and I'm not even with anybody right now, but I just know looking what I do want. Um, and it's so funny because I used to, my friends used to, when I was doing my uh, dating online, they wanted me to put down that I drank. And I'm like, I'm not going to lie. Why am I, why would I ever do that? Why would I ever tell anybody that I drink? I don't care. That is not my deal. I'd rather not be with somebody that drinks that wasn't the case back in the day but i'm not trying to hide anything anything at all and that's uh one thing in my the one thing that i love about this um human design that i mentioned to you guys that being a individual i just need to be me um so I just wanted to share this um, this story about where I'm at, um, this disaster that I was in a relationship was with. Um, it was very based on alcohol, um, and the guy was ending ended up being a sociopath. Um, it was a crazy way that we broke up. Um, that will have to be another one of the stories because there was just another one of the reasons why it was um, over. And uh, it it was good riddance. Uh, I, I didn't think people like my fiance. No one liked this guy. But this guy was just, he's like, you don't need any friends. I'm like, I got plenty of friends. He deceived me with that Scottish accent. And I'll tell you, that Scottish accent, he ruined me. I loved all the foreigners. I loved the foreign exchange students. But he ruined it. He was such a ogre and just a bad dude. And he can't cause so many, uh, tried to cause so many problems for me. Um, disaster. I can't, I think he was the worst of all of the ones that I've ever dated. And, um, yeah, well, I just want to thank you guys again for letting me share my story. I am, I continue to be on my, um, I haven't drank in over 12 plus years, but it's always a different, um, journey every day. And if you guys are interested in not drinking, or if you just want to talk, if you want to come on my podcast, let's do it. Um, you guys, Tom, I'm going to call you. I don't know if you're listening, Walter, but I want you on. 
There's several, you know, I actually keep on coming up with more people that I'm running into that don't drink. So I'm excited. I've got some um, folks coming up soon. So that will be really cool. And I just want to thank you for, if you're not drinking, more power to you. I want to thank you for being you and for stopping by and listening to the podcast. Um, my balls are available. They've got the podcast going and, um, you guys have it going on too. So thanks again for stopping by and listening. As an added bonus, I just want to thank you guys for continuing to listen to my podcast. And I wanted to offer you an opportunity to get a discount on ordering Gibbs Goody Sticky Balls. Use the code 420 and get a discount. You can go gibbsgoodies.com, use code 420 and get a discount and get your hands sticky on my balls. Thanks again. And have a ball. Gibbs goodies are healthy indulgence, and they're so goody for you. I want to thank you again for stopping by and listening to the 420 Reasons Why I Quit Drinking Alcohol podcast. If you are continuing to enjoy this podcast, Please rate and review. Follow me on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Share with a friend. Leave me a review. Let me know what you think. Greatly appreciate you stopping by and coming back. If you're interested in learning any more about CBD, DM me. Um, There is a link in my show notes where you can find out more information. Thanks again and have a great day. Hey guys, I just need to say this. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not a substitute for professional advice. If you or someone you know is struggling with alcohol or mental health, seek professional help. Thank you for joining us on this exploration. Until next time. Sip mindfully and live consciously. Cheers.